Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Look, all I'm saying is if David don't like school, he could... Oh, my God, Mildred. Mildred, it's happening. Get get the camera. Get over here in this glass door. Let's uh, roll in the Geek Podcast to spin it up. It's going to be a good one. Go get the camera, Mildred, quick. Hello, I'm Ken Brown, and you are now entering Riven, the Shattered Continent. Co-conspirators, please introduce yourselves. Um, hello, I'm Marcos Pissarro, I'm an Alacocra monk from the sanctuary of Kaido, and I am portrayed by Nick Simpson. And I am Trevor Ironjaw, forge cleric and renowned pottery maker, portrayed by Brad Konawa. Thanks, team. And thank you for joining us. Pull up a chair and join our table for Rolling in the Geek. Hi, it's Ken, your Dungeon Master here. And on behalf of my co-conspirators, we humbly ask that if you are enjoying what you're hearing, to please rate and or review us on Apple Podcasts or whichever listening platform you prefer. It helps us get noticed, and it takes a village to raise a podcast. Thank you, and now back to three idiots playing D&D. Last time on Rolling in the Geek. The ritual leader, after sacrificing the elf, superpowers himself and continues to battle the group. The pesky trapezoids break their concentration on the ritual since it failed and attack the group as well. When the ritual leader realizes that he has been defeated, he opts to self-destruct, dealing a large amount of damage to the team and killing the rest of the kobolds in the room. But in doing so, he KOs Marcus and Shadow. Trevor runs to Marcus, his new friend's aid, and uh, Puffles? Yeah, Puffles uh, goes and uh, stabilizes Shadow. Harkos has the great idea to venture deeper into the tunnel to try to find out what the light source is and starts to find trace amounts of veins of that rainbow stone that they found in the daggers and that the dais was made out of that the altar was made of. There was a lot of made-ofs in that. We're just going to roll with it because it's one of those nights. (laughs) The team cares for the wounded and then heads back to town to lick their wounds and turn over Ansigar. But when they get to Jorik's office, they overhear a conversation 
where Elian wants to collapse the mine and trap everyone inside. And uh, that is where we pick the action back up that freeze frame on Trevor and Harkos duo kicking the door open. Duo. Uh, Blowing the door off the hinges with super feats. <laughs> okay, this this will inevitably, I'm sure it's in Trevor's mind as well, this will dictate uh, some of the choices that we're about to make. Is the uh, the time lapse between last time on and right now time on, uh, did that heal us at all? Did, did we no, sleep? No, you, you, okay. you, are, you are where you were. That means, Trevor, if you want to get in a fight, I'm sure if you look anything like Harkos does, we're probably going to die. But we'll die for a good damn reason. <laughs> look, on a, on, a, on a zero to 20 scale, I'm still looking at it five at least <laughs> oh that must that must feel pretty nice to you because on a on a zero to 17 scale i feel about like a one. <laughs> oh dear lord Woo, this is gonna be good we're gonna kill we're gonna we're gonna take out the mayor with six hp <laughs> no we got ansigar on our side what are you talking about just do like He's a really with quick us, right? hold on guys i gotta do a blood transfusion really quick you just stab a, a, a fucking a straw into Ansigar's arm and <laughs> with a, with a long hose connected to it. We're just that, that's he's just laying in the doorway and we're running around the room like ah! that's one option. Or Trevor and I use him as an improvised weapon. That that is that is an option. I'm not I'm not saying it's a great option, but it is. An I option. mean, if we smack him into enough stuff, his little flashlight will probably kick on, and we don't know what that does to normal people. So that's true. Uh, uh, unfortunately, that's, that's how flashlights work. I I use one at work every day. I know how that works. Uh, if the battery's a little low, you smack it a few times, light comes on. A fucking flashlight that pops up every morning at like six a.m. hurts my eyes. So nah. that makes me run away under my blankets. That's the sun. Oh fuck! You're right. <laughs> Shit! Biggest planet in our solar system. What? What? Okay. Look, I don't I don't do good in math. Okay. <laughs> Shit's difficult. Oh, wow. Uh... Yeah. Okay, so you guys kick this door open and see Elian, uh, along with two of his household guard, and Jorik. What do you do? It, it's obvious that you just startled the shit out of everybody in this room because they were not expecting the door to come flying open. Uh, so currently, you uh, have... Uh, you, you have a moment if you were wanting to do anything crazy. All right, so give me the lowdown real fast again. What did we hear before we violently kicked the door open? Because I have what my headcanon says, and then I have what <laughs> I'm pretty sure is actually happening. I, so. I, am, I am really curious what your headcanon says, but we could, we could address that later. Uh, so you heard Jorik get really upset and say... I uh, paraphrasing, but uh, are you basically are you actually suggesting that we collapse the mine? We have people in there right now. And and did did uh, uh, 
Ilian Tinley. Did, did, did stupid head <laughs> say anything? Uh, no, he has not said anything. You just heard. We just you just heard Jorik's response open. to whatever was said before. Okay, so door gets violently kicked open, and R.A.P. I'm door. giving. I and I, I'm giving. And cigar as much of a huck into the room as I can, like slide, not not trying to huck him through the air, but like slide him across the fucking floor. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> and and I'm going to say, uh, the hero of Tom is quite the coward, and it okay. sounds as though you are also. Yes, exactly. Which, um, mine? Is this that you, um, think you're going to cave in? And Harkos, uh, will have, uh, like, brought himself, like, like, full-on, like, soldier stance, like, pulled himself all the way together. Oh, yeah. Fe- feeling all hoity-toity and high and mighty, and he's got his fucking spear, like, planted on the ground, like, tip up, but, like, holding it in front of him, re- Giving the impression that he's very ready to fight, but he's not ready. <laughs> yeah, we're we're squaring up. So after I slid Ansigar, while I'm saying that, I'm you know puffing out my chest, you know the tough guy thing, and putting my my hammer two handed oh, and yeah, all that m- good stuff. M- many of the feathers are ruffled on Harkos. So you you see a, a moment of panic on Elian's face, and then I uh, and then relief that he. Oh, it's, I, 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 I am so pleased to see that you have actually come out of the mine. Now we can actually proceed with the plan, correct, Jork? I, I would never have suggested that we actually collapse the thing while people were still in there. Of course not. <laughs> you should stop speaking for a moment. Jorik, what was said here? Well, uh, well, you will be silent. You, you do not have any authority to speak when I am in the room unless I tell you to. It's going to be quite hard for you to speak if you get knocked out with my hammer and I'm done dealing with things right now as this man has already put our entire party in danger. I can, I can concur. You, you mean to threaten me? That's all you, Trevor. <laughs> Tumbleweed I'm just, comes I'm rolling just, across the office oh yeah. floor. Like I'm just I'm giving him the stank eye. I'm not even justifying him with an answer. I, I am the mayor of this town. The only reason that you're here is because of me. Well, technically, the only reason we're here is because you couldn't seem to protect it from the monsters that were pouring out of your mountain and down your mountain. You think that I asked for this? I did not want this. Well, you did continue digging deeper into the mountain when your town seems to be doing just fine before and now you've awoken something. You've interrupted something and and brought... And now, also, did, did we not get sent down there because I brought up the idea that Things were tunneling beneath the town, and you'd like to close off our only way to go down there and stop them from uh, causing, possibly causing these earthquakes. Because I mean, you would be surprised to hear what we found. But I don't know if you had more earthquakes up here, but we definitely had some down there because of what was happening. And I mean, if you close it off, no one's going to be able to stop your town from caving in on itself. And sir. the am- 
And the amount of kobolds that have shown their faces up here is nothing compared to what we have eliminated in the mines. And I'm sure there's more. But, due to this coward, we had to cut our trip short and come up. So, I would like the true story from my friend Jorik. If you would, please. Uh, roll a... Uh, let's call it persuasion. I hope that was a good giggle. <laughs> That's an 11 giggle. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> Trevor's such a piece of shit. I, look. Okay. Uh, due, due to the day job, I know what a persuader is, and uh, Trevor has a two-handed version. So, <laughs> let me tell you. I'll give you that one. Uh, okay, so... Elian's had enough of your shit, and uh, he he says, "How dare you threaten me and try to bring one of my subjects to to rise against me in rebellion?" I guards get them and roll for initiative. All right, Trevor, what did I fucking say? Uh, I have a seventeen. Because I couldn't get that on fucking persuasion. <laughs> so, uh, since talking's a free action, uh, oh, I just had something. Oh, oh. man, that's a shame, isn't it? Harkos, what'd you get? A 16. Okay. So, since talking's a free action, I'm going to say, if... If you don't have anything to hide, then what Jorik says should not matter. Okay. <laughs> and, and they're they're not stopping. They're coming at you. Though... Cool. Uh, Trevor, you have first initiative. Sweet. So I'm going to... I, I don't think tis, ah. tisking the guards is going to do yeah. much. I'm going to I'm going to sacred flame one of the guards. Okay. I uh, roll I will roll their dexterity save. That is yes, So they got a 16 on the die. That that beats your Ah, uh, that beats my 14. Yeah, by a good bit there. All right. So you uh, you hold out the hammer and and fire this bolt off and uh the guard ducks out of the way of it. Uh I I don't know about this because th this is this is still new to me. But does the help action from from uh, Kingsley do anything for that? Because I've only been using it for melee attacks. I, I don't believe so. Okay, I, I think that it's just like help gives you advantage on a, a you know an attack roll or like you could help Harkos uh, pick a lock. Like that, that like there's those kind of things that you have to roll for that it gives okay. advantage. But I for this, no. Okay, I just I just wanted to make sure because, like I said, I've only been using it for melee attacks, so I wasn't 100 percent on it. I mean, if you have spell attacks that he can give you advantage on those two ones that actually you, use the attack roll. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. But saving throws, I it I don't think it can cause a disadvantage. Okay, 
I, I was it, just checking. As far as I know, don't yell at us, listeners, if I'm wrong. Uh, <laughs> Definitely yell at us and let us know that we're wrong. And then uh, by the sure time Jared, that you Jared, yell at us, one of us has probably already looked up the rule and yelled at the other. So it's fine. I mean, we don't I, have to. Look. I looked it up just now, and can it's it, he's basically right because it says uh, get uh, the creature you aid gains advantage on ability check uh, and makes it perform tap blah blah blah. Alternatively, you can aid a friendly creature in attacking a creature within five feet of you. Basically, you faint, distract the target, or in some other way team up to make your allies attack more effective. Okay. Your ally attacks the target before your next turn. The first attack roll is made with advantage. So it's, it is an attack roll, so I don't... Because spells don't... Most spells don't have an attack roll, I don't think it would carry. Yeah. For the record... It's probably a DM record, call, but... Ours made the, his. For the record, if... You know, for some weird reason, Jeremy Crawford happens to listen to this episode <laughs> and wants to yell at us and tell us we're, that we need to do this the right way. I think it's proper. Let the man do what he wants. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> uh, okay so Trevor, anything else you want to do with your turn? Or that you can do with your turn? So, they still see the, the, the bolt of flame, yeah? Yes, definitely. And, and our current canon for this is that it's kind of coming off of my hammer. Yes. So, okay. So, I'm going to point with my hammer at at uh, Ilian and tell the guards, I do not wish to do this, but if you do not halt, the next one goes at him. Roll uh, an intimidation check. Make an intimidation check. Thank you, Nick. That's an 18. I hope that <laughs> <it>. <laughs> At least I helped. I mean, whether it makes it or not, I'm glad I, I helped with big numbers. I'd, I'd <laughs> like to think that you did help. Yeah. Uh, you can think that, but Ken laughed. But they, Ken's chuckling. <laughs> well, they, roll, they, they rolled an insight uh, against you, uh, and <laughs> they, they, they rolled a natural 20 <laughs> on it. Uh, thank you, Elder Dice. Uh because oh, I think convenient. that this is more fun. Uh, so they they kind of stop for a second because they're like they got their weapons out. They're they're gonna like getting ready to start heading at you, and they you fire off the bolt and you point it at Elian and you say I don't want to do this, and they're like, oh he looks fucked up. We could take him and then they come back at you. Uh, so cool. Harkos, it's your turn. Okay, um... Fuck. So, I have... <laughs> I, ha I have a thing in my head that I'm like, oh, this would be kind of cool if I, like to try and deceive them. Um, but I don't know if that would count as, like, my action action. Because if it does, I think I should actually make, like... Not that I think we should fight these guys, but I think we sh I should make... And No, you know what? I'm gonna do the other one, because if I, if I fight, fight, I might die, die. So, um... Uh, Harkos is going to, uh, because we know from uh, last time that this can be done for free, I'm going to put my spear on my back, and then he's going to go into, like, one of the stances that he heard from the, uh, the or not that he heard, that he learned at the sanctuary, and it's going to be, I think it's actually, like, it's a yoga pose, I think it's called, like, a tree pose or something. 
but it's like you put the the base of like your foot against your other leg so you're on the one leg very flamingo-esque and i want him to fan out his wings like to their full wingspan on his back and he's gonna have his hands like clasped in front of him like palm to palm and he's going to to uh make the kind of the same threat that trevor did and his hands are going to come apart and almost form like as if he was going to a very anime style like a spirit bomb or some shit was going to start forming his hands. <laughs> I ain't got no fucking magic. So his hands are going to do that and he's just going to place his head like he's going to lower his head. And he's going to go, um, I also do not wish to have any sort of quarrel in this room, but if this is the way things must go, I am sorry. And then I'm going to start saying random shit in Arabic. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Fuck it, roll an intimidation check. <laughs> nice. Whew. Uh, that's a dirty 20. Oh, all right. All right. Uh, I'm going to roll their insight. <laughs> just, just like oh, the, I'm just going to say random <laughs> Eric Okra shit. Oh, my God. Fuck you. <laughs> I'll send a fucking picture of it to you if you want. Oh, I'm, I'm convinced. I'm convinced. Not that you did something, <laughs> but there is some fault in those dice that they <laughs> land on 20 more frequently because they're weighted wrong. And I'm not saying it was on purpose. I'm not saying you bought them because you tested them and found that out. I'm just saying you get so many fucking... T nobody gets that many 20s on that kind of dice. Not even Gary Gygax has ever had that many 20s in his fucking life. <laughs> Uh, so tell us what you rolled because you haven't said it out loud yet. Well, it's it's <laughs> I I am looking at the astral elder sign on top of my die right now, uh, which is the second time in as many rolls that it's happened. Uh, and I think that the the dice need this to happen. Whatever's going to happen. That's cool. That's, so that's super cool. Then, my question, my question then is: Is that my action? Action? I, I gave Trevor the opportunity, so uh, I, I'm gonna say no. I'm not gonna screw you, and I didn't screw him. So, Brad, should I should I make stabby stabs at one of the bad guys since none of this is working, or should we go quietly into uh, submission? How big's the room? Uh, ten by ten. It is not 10 very by big. 10. No, I'd, I'd say like fifteen by ten. It's a pretty decent size office. Is, so is there's it not like up two, huh? Is it fifteen up two? Uh, I'd say more like like ten up. Okay, here's my thought. If if we want to meta this a little bit, because that's kind of what we're doing, I think you should fly up and over them and land by Ilian. See, I I kind I mm, I also had this thought. Because you've got Jorik as backup over there. Obviously, he's on our side. I just... So, the, 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 only, re the only thing that was preventing me from, from doing that, that that had crossed my mind, is with the with the room size, because I, I didn't ask, because I just assumed it might be kind of small. If I did go up and over, would I provoke any sort of attacks of opportunity with where they are and how however high above them I could be, like, would I be within a range that the way I move, they would be able to strike me? 
I am going to say yes, they would. Because they interposed themselves between you and Elian. Uh, and I'm going to say that I, it, it, I probably, yeah, they, they would. I'm just going to drop that now. They're going to. Damn. Never mind. I, then. I was going to say, cause I, I, I could try, but I mean, if they, if they breathe on me, funny, <laughs> it's game I'm gonna, over. I'm, I'm coming down from the sky and I'm coming down with, with a, with a horrid vengeance. Yeah. No, I could I, throw I my spear. I wouldn't risk it. No, I, you're. You're within melee range already. Like they're again, it's not a very big room, and it, no, it I'm, say, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying. Oh, uh, oh, you can throw Elian. Okay, well, that's an option. Or I could throw it next to Elian as a threat, but then I don't have a spear. I could throw a dart. I have darts. Or you can attack the guards. I think threats are over. We're just gonna have to take out guards. So you think I should attack a guard? I'm saying I'm it's, going it's very, to. It's, it's very... Okay, then, I mean, if you're... I, if Trevor's going to die, I'll, I'll die with him. Like, <laughs> All right! We've we've made it what? What is this? This is 12? We've made it 12 yep, episodes. 12 well, episodes. 11 and a bit. Eh, uh, so so I'm going to I'm gonna strike out at a guard with my versatile spear. Okay. And I'm going to backhand him as well with my bonus punchy punch. Okay. If I am able to. Roll your attack. Um, eighteen. That definitely hits. Yay! Right. And then I'm just gonna roll this. Uh, I eh, fuck it. I'll do this instead first. Um, where is my diamond? There's my diamond. My diamond. Um, that is a eight piercing damage from the spear. Okay. Uh, and that. You land a very solid hit on on this guard, and he looks very much worse than the wear. And the, so the the way I want that to happen is when I see that uh, nothing, like I kind of pop open an eye and see that they're still advancing. And I'm gonna go right. Um, I guess he didn't buy it, and then I'm gonna grab the spear and then I'll thrust forward uh, with that attack. Okay. Um, and then I'm actually. Do I? I gotta make. I can't. I can't make Trevor make all my decisions. I, was gonna, <laughs> I, I, I wanted. I wanted to ask if I should smack the same guy or if I should hit the other one. And I think. I think I'm just gonna smack the same guy because fuck him. If you don't want to kill him, you can definitely call it non-lethal. Oh yeah, I, I most definitely do not want to kill the the guards of the mayor, but because um, I mean, if we're already going to prison, I don't want. I don't want multiple counts. Um, <laughs> So I'm just I'm just gonna uh, after doing the stabby stabs I'm gonna bring up a foot to dude's face. Okay. That's uh, another eighteen. Yep, that hits. So then I just need a D four, and that's just plus my deck stuff. Because that's decks of proficiency, right? Uh, your that. your damage is just your decks. Decks. Okay. Okay. That's what it. Dex and proficiency for the two hit and uh, dex for the damage. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. So I did that right. Okay. So then that's another six uh, piercing damage. Okay. Uh, so you stab and then you 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 said you were bringing your your foot up to yeah. noggin space. So 
Mm-hmm. You you stab in, lean back, and drive the foot forward, and you crack a right in the bridge of the nose, and Ooh. he non lethal, non non lethal, and uh, you see his eyes kind of roll into the back of his head, and he falls backwards and lands on the ground. All right, and I'm I'm gonna do like the the little. I'm gonna come back down to the ground real low, like like a little ninja, and I'm gonna bring myself back up and be like, "I do not wish to continue. We simply wanted to have a conversation." Uh, that's, that's it. Okay, and it, it all good for your turn then? Yes, sir. Okay. Uh. So it is now the guard's turn, and. <laughs> the uh, the one guard that's still the guard that's still standing will will go Weldon no you hurt my friend and he's going to make an attack against you Harkos no I'm gonna interpose you can't do that watch me <laughs> uh that is a twenty two to hit that does not hit Harkos he's in ninja mode he already said this. He did say this, but he still hit. So that was that was three damage, Harkos. Harkos is unconscious. Okay, Trevor, you you see this guard rush forward, and with the fury of a thousand suns, cuts down your friend. And now, it is Jorik's turn. As, uh, while while Jork takes his turn, this is this is mainly for Trevor and for the audience, I guess, and for me because I feel like it would happen. Um, it's for everybody. Let's just call it what it is. <laughs> uh, as as Harkos goes down, he's just gonna go, Cassie, as he falls to the floor. That's the last thought to go through his mind before he blacks out. Oh, now you're making me feel guilty. Oh, I'm sorry. Am I making you feel guilty, Ken? <laughs> Am I making you feel guilty when I opened this recording session with just so you know, I'm on like one health. Not that I didn't want you to strike me, but I apologize that you feel guilty for beating <laughs> me while I'm down. <laughs> uh, so Jorik, uh, like I told you, he was standing up on top of his chair. He had his, his hand on his sword. Uh, and so like kind of superhero pose, uh-huh. like with the fist down on, on the table. And you see as soon as Harkos gets struck down that he flips over the table and lands on his feet behind this guy and draws his sword to attack him. Okay, that is a 16 total and that will I was hit. Say, you, you better roll good because that was really fucking impressive. If he misses, <laughs> you, you need to roll again because the dice are lying. Uh, and then that's a 20-something to hit. That's definitely... Okay, so he... Lands two, two hits on the guard. Okay, uh, so you see, he does the flip, lands, strikes at the guy's back once, and then grabs him at the back of the like back of the neck on the armor, and with a surprising amount of strength, wings the dude into the wall, and then he slumps Holy down shit. unconscious. Damn! Fuck! Don't you dare mess with Harkos! And then he, oh. uh, uh, 
runs over to try to tend to uh, try to tend to Harkos. Nice. Uh, but Trevor, it is your turn. Uh, uh, Jorik can't do anything with his turn. He used his action, so he can't do anything to try to get uh, Harkos stabilized. So what do you want to do? I'm going to use my Persuader on Ilian. Oh, shit. Oh, oh fuck. <laughs> Lethally? I'm not trying to kill him as much as Brad wants to. <laughs> Trevor is just trying to persuade him into unconsciousness. Well, fuck if Brad wants to. Let's just go grab him out of the barracks real quick and bring him in here. <laughs> ah! All right. Yeah. Well, roll your roll your attack on Elian. So, so I'm gonna look up at Elian because we're not like neck to neck yet. No, right? No, I still have to you're, go across the room. Yeah, you're you're like a few steps away from him. So I'm going to look up at him and glare, and I'm going to go, Kingsley, get him. And <laughs> I, Kingsley is on your shoulder right now, uh, and cause, and you hear a, a ruffle of feathers, and he darts right at Elian to give you an opening. And then, since it really doesn't matter, I don't have to run, I'm going to walk calmly towards Elian. <laughs> oh, this this damn bird is all up in my face. Ah, oh, uh-oh. Go ahead and make your attack. And then and then when I get within range, like, we're pulling back for the, the, the home run swing is my goal here. Like, right. I want to... Brad wants to knock his head off. <laughs> Trevor wants to knock him hard enough that he's unconscious. Trevor doesn't really know what that is. Like, <laughs> Trevor Trevor just happened to notice some common sense laying on the floor when we walked in the room. He's just going to knock it back into him. It seems like he's the only one without it in this room. So that's the only logical place for it to go. That's all Trevor's right. trying to do. Right. So Hammer, meat, nail. Roll one is a 15. Okay. Roll two's a nat 20. Oh, shit. Fuck. <laughs> It's three twenties already in this episode. That is, and that's disturbing. It also oh, it must means be nice for you no, guys. It also means there's no twenties for tomorrow's home game. That's <laughs> I mean, that's, that's hey, that's okay for you to not have them. Says you. Uh, says both of us. You're outnumbered. <laughs> so Josh would agree. That is. Let's see. That's a flat thirteen, then. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. I'm maximizing my first die. Yep. So flat 13. Plus 7. So 20. Okay. Uh, so you pull back the hammer for the home run swing. Uh, and as soon as you drive it into him, you're... And uh, he, but I, I'm gonna say that you like hit him in the gut really hard with this hammer, and you he immediately oh. throws up some bile. Oh God! Can, can I before he passes out? Can I like grab him by the collar? He's not passed out. Oh yeah. Oh nope. oh he's not. Nope. Oh oh all right. Well all right. Let's let's fucking do this then. <laughs> Uh, Harkos, it is your turn. Uh, make a death saving throw. 
So it's a D20, and uh, you need oh, to get I'll, over a 10. I'll definitely make it. Don't you fucking worry about it. Please make it. <laughs> I got on a 10. What does that mean? Is that, that a, is that that a is guess? One, that is one success. Okay. Yay! Woo! Uh, so that is the guard's turn, and that means that it's Elian's turn. Uh, and so he hacks up a little bit more shit, and uh, then, well, what is he going to do? Does this really need to go on more? He, he looks up at you and he says, yes, I, I think it does. Okay. And... <laughs> uh, he puts a hand on you to do Bad something. Touch. Bad touch! Bad uh, touch! So that is a 19 to hit. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. that would that would get me. Okay. Okay. Uh, that is twelve damage. That's it. Only twelve. Yep. Yeah, I'm passed out. Uh, so he puts a hand on you, and you see electricity arc off of his hand, and through, like straight into your brain, and just Ooh. conks you out. Well, that's fun. This is going to get a little touchy here. Uh, so Jorik uses his turn to use his Lay Hands ability and gives Harkos 10 HP. So Harkos, you are back up. Alright! Woo! Uh, In the same... Before I even hit the ground. <laughs> like, you yeah. you come to as you see Trevor's Trevor just out. fucking giant... Yeah. On the plus side, at least shit for brains has a little bile on his lip from spitting that up. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, gonna. Uh, Tre uh, Trevor's gonna come to. Harker's gonna come to and go. Oh, I wasn't napping. I was Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and Trevor, it is your turn for a death saving throw. Oh wait, uh, no, no, you. I'm sorry. Never mind. So that's all that Jork can do. So yeah, death saving throw. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? 
for me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Okay, that's also a 10 on the die. Yep, so one success for you. <laughs> Better knock that shit off. <laughs> yeah, uh, no kidding. And Harkos, that makes it your turn. Oh, boy. Okay, so can't can I see... Um, because when I went down, there was still a guard up. I know that Jorik's been doing some shit. Am I able to tell that Ilian's the one who took Trevor down? Yes, definitely. Like, okay. you can still see electricity kind of arcing around on his hands. So, and am I, can I look over at Trevor? Does he, can I, like, see that he's breathing, like, his chest is rising and falling? Like, he's, he's still chill, yeah? You know what? Make a medicine check. Oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> Bad things are about to happen, Brad. If I can't, if I can't see that you're alive, <laughs> I'm going to make some very bad decisions. Uh, I uh, uh, I got a thirteen can... on that medicine check. Okay, yeah, can... you you can see that he's breathing. Okay. Well, e- either way, I condone your bad decisions. So Harkos is going to pick himself up off the floor, like using his spear to like raise himself, and um, <clears throat> he's going to start making strides towards Ilian. He's going to be like, uh, I don't know what it is with. You uppity people here in Ironsedge, but we... I told Ansigar in the mines, and I will tell you again right now. And I'm going to strike out with the spear. Only I get to beat up Trevor! <laughs> I, I did say that when Ansigar came over and grabbed Trevor yeah. by the collar. That, that, was, the, was, like, that was the muffled... Yeah. <laughs> the muffled so, Ansigar. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for him with the, with the spear. Uh, that is a natural 20. Oh, there right. oh, Yes! Yes! <laughs> and because I made my medicine check, if push comes to shove, this is non-lethal. If I would have thought Trevor was dead, I definitely was going to try and kill the mayor. Because that <laughs> Harkos was not going to let his only friend <laughs> die to some... <laughs> and then Trevor's going to get back up and like, Trevor, I may have messed up! <laughs> um... Okay, Bad so... decisions were made. <laughs> we need to leave now. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Jork's like, I could hide you. <laughs> yes, that. Let's do that. Okay, so base eight uh, plus seven. So 15 piercing damage. Damn. Okay. And then I'm going to do another kick, but because I'm feeling froggy, I'm going to do a bicycle kick uh, to his, to his, his little chinny chin chin. Okay, yeah. So you stab, uh, you stab into his shoulder. Uh, you can see he's 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 not. It's not like he's he's, you know, ready to pass out, but he looks hurt. Good. I fucking hope so. He hurt my friend. 
Um, that is a 19. Uh, to hit, yeah. Okay. And then this is... What the fuck did I do with my D4? There it is. There's not a problem with having too much dice. You're a liar. Uh, and then that's just... Uh, what is it? Wait, Dex is four. Uh, that's five piercing damage. Okay. All right. Uh, so that he is starting to look quite wounded. Uh, that makes it his turn. The last little bit of my turn is like, I know I, I already spoke, but as I'm finishing, I'm going to kind of not back out of his like range or whatever, but I'm going to back off, quote unquote, and go, are you ready to talk yet? Just as my thing, because we are just trying to talk. Yeah, pretty much. We just talked aggressively, and he didn't appreciate it. I understand. I'm not saying that. <laughs> right. Die. We definitely did it to ourselves. We, we were definitely aggressive, but fuck him. But he could also back off. He could be the bigger person, which he's not. <laughs> and ne- neither are we. Phil's the biggest person, and he's not here, so. <laughs> uh, okay, can you... Uh, <laughs> Uh, so it's his turn, and he he points at you and says, "I, it looks like there's, are you infested with bird mites? And you mm. need to make a constitution saving throw. Oh, I that's... will make this constitution saving throw. Did you hear me that, Dice? I said I'm going to make it. The constitution, I'm not going to make it. It's an 11. Okay, that does not succeed. Mother. So you feel... You feel just shit crawling all over you, and you see these little black bugs start crawling out from your feathers. And that does nine poison damage to you. I'm fine. Everything's fine. Uh, Okay, so... Harkos is going to uh, excessively freak out, though, because, I mean, it's his feathers, so... Yeah, yeah. I knew I'd get you with that one. Uh, so, Brad, Trevor. Yes. High or low? Which die are you using? I'm using, I only ever use my astral elder sign, elder dice. I'm going high then. All right. So, if I do roll high, he is going, uh, uh, Jorik is going to get you back up. If I roll low, he's going to try to take out, uh the mayor okay and that jesus christ is that another 20 that is another fucking 20 what the fuck is going on Uh, weird it's like someone mentioned that your die was tampered with unbeknownst to you jesus christ (laughs) this episode Uh, has to be named something about 20s apparently dear lord i so i jorick stands up and and uh, runs over to Trevor and says, well, this is all I got in the tank. And then he like rubs his hands together and then <gasps> clear and boop. Uh, and so he gives you 10 as well. <gasps> ah, ah, that's all I got. Don't die again. Oh, much, much appreciated. Okay. And that makes it your turn. All right. 
on Trevor's turn, I want you to know, Trevor, that when Harko sees you get up out of the corner of his eyes, Trevor! Trevor, they're in my feathers! Trevor! Please! <laughs> I, I'd say that even in your kind of disoriented, you just got back upstate, you can see that there, there is the remnants of lots of bugs. Oh, oh, ew. Ew. Perhaps it was something from the mine. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... They are itchy! Definitely going to, uh... Give him a swing again. Okay. So... <laughs> going to stand up and say, uh... Nah, I'm not going to say anything, except for Kingsley, let's finish it this time. And uh, he jumps off of the, the desk where he kind of perched himself on to, uh, to stay out of the way and flaps over to right in front of Elian's face, giving you the opportunity. That's an 18 on the die. Okay, that Which... will definitely hit. Which would be like a, you know, 20. Yeah, that, it's... Three? It, it's gonna be enough. And that's a 15 on the back. Alright, so. yeah, so that... E either or hit. Okay. He's just excited, kid. Let him say I'm very one. excited. I, <laughs> I, look, I like, I like the math. No, not really. I hate the math. 12 points of damage. Alright, so Kingsley flaps over and, and distracts Elian, and as he's swiping, you come in and uh, you drop him. So, how do you knock him out? Are you going? You know, are you still you know going what? for knockout, or are you going for yeah, kill now? No, I'm still going for knockout. You know okay. what the fuck I'm doing to knock his ass out? So this time, we full force golf swing this shit. I'm hitting him in the freaking balls. Oh, he's not going to have kids. I don't care. <laughs> it, like, Isn't there a rule you don't whoop, do that? Boom! I mean, there was before he tried to seal us inside a mine. There was a yep, rule. Yep. Uh, okay, so yeah. you you give you it. four right into the cojones and uh, like uh, oh shit, what was that fucking movie? Was it a Hot Shots movie where he does that and like the like walnuts come out of the dude's mouth? <laughs> <laughs> I think it was. I think <laughs> you're right. Was it Saddam Hussein that it happened? No, it was one of the. It was one of the like henchman i i don't remember now i'm gonna have to find out but that for some reason elian just happened to have two walnuts in his mouth that he spits out so, so, then, so I, it was a spell focus <laughs> so i i connect and i say if you think we would or if you thought we wouldn't notice your nuts oh, <laughs> you're welcome god all right, uh, Harkos is leaving the campaign for like the fifteenth time. God, I thought I made bad puns. I mean, come on, I gotta get a few in. <laughs> Fucking dad comb over, dad jokes. What the fuck? Uh yeah. So Elian falls into a crumpled heap, just crying. 
and then passes out. I, like, he has to cry first. Just big, big old tears. And and then... Big old lady uh, tears. To, so, so we have rope in our packs, yeah? Uh, yeah, and one of you used rope for... No, you used the spider. No. Spy, the spider yeah, we had Marcus take care of it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're, gonna, we're gonna go ahead and... I'm gonna go ahead and hogtie Elian the same freaking way. Okay. You done hogtie him. Sweet. And now I'm gonna look at Jorik and say, So, now that that's over, what do you, did he do say? You, do you want I should do you want I should do the same to the guards or should we just let them wake up? I don't mm. uh, well we we have a small brig if you well, I don't know if brig is the right word because we're not in sea, but uh we could we could throw the guards in there. For now. Yes. Let's put them in your land brig. Yes, I agree. Yes, the land brig. I think jail, but it's not really a jail just because we have a couple of cells just here in the barracks, just in case. But I so uh yeah, we'll go with we'll go with land brig. Uh I I like this term. <laughs> uh so you guys get the, the guards deposited uh before they wake up. Uh and then retire back to Elian's office where Ansigar and uh and Elian are both tied up. And I'm gonna, you know, just for just forgive us. <laughs> he does a really shitty job at it, but when you get back in, Ansigar is like trying to trying to cut the spider silk like against the edge of the desk. <laughs> you come in, he goes. Must, must I persuade you also? Well, at least we know that he's not only bad at uh, hitting kobolds, he's also quite proficient at hitting spider silk with the corner of a desk. He's just as good at that as well. Lucky oh, for us. I, I wasn't trying to do nothing. No, yes, of course not. Just like you're the champion of wherever you're from. I'm the champion of corn. What's that? I couldn't quite hear you over the bullshit in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it's way too confident for Harkos. That didn't happen. Oh, I like uh, it. I do too, but Harkos is not... I mean, I I hate this situation just as much as everybody else, but that is not true to form. Like that's def- It went through Harkos' head, but it did not make it past his beak. <laughs> he was like, I should say this next time when I'm more confident next and not scared time. about being beaten up again. Oh, I'm sorry, did you have some kind of cool thing to say? No? Okay, no. I'll no. just sit back here. He's, Ken's being an ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, you get the guards deposited, you come back, you find that, you have the little exchange with Ansigar, uh, and Jorik will... Uh, kind of re like he's he's kind of he's having a hard time right now you, you can tell that he's he's not handling this current situation well like he looks panicked that's that's what i'm going for yeah we just fucking beat up yeah. and hogtied the mayor in his office and he helped i i understand i'm not feeling too great right now either well uh I, i'm I don't think I can get court-martialed, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to get fired. Um, I mean, te- technically, it's not really your fault. I mean, I 
I had that part where I laid down and pretended to be a distraction of deathness for a little bit. I definitely didn't fall. I was It was on purpose that I laid down, and I didn't see what happened during that time, but I'm pretty sure Trevor and I took out the mayor, so if anyone's in trouble, I mean, it, you were simply sticking up for your soldiers, I guess? Well, th thanks for the backup there, uh, but I don't think that anybody's going to see it that way, but, uh, well, here's, here's, here's the lowdown. Um, I, I don't like that we've hid this, but there was only a few people that knew about it. Uh, and I was one of them, and of course, Elian was, and, uh, but the, the main reason that Elian was so concerned about the monsters is that there's, it's, it's, it's not just iron that we get out of this mountain. There's, there's something else that, that has been found down there that nobody else has been able to get. I'm going to show the other... him the, the chunk of stone. And I'm going to produce the dagger. Oh, yep. That's it. Apparently you found it. You kind of proved why Elian was, uh, why Elian was concerned. So, again, what was being said when we oh, came into the you room? Know, you're kind of interrupting me, and I was trying to, like, explain the whole situation, <laughs> give you a little bit of backstory on, you know, <laughs> Iron's Edge and shit, but, you know, if you want to interrupt me, that's fine. No, please, Harkos. Harkos was enjoying the backstory. Please ignore Trevor. He's kind of dim sometimes, especially when it gets this late in the evening. After his day job, he gets very um, pushy on what he would like to do next. <laughs> he wants to swing a persuader more, apparently. He, forget, he forgets himself sometimes. Well, uh, so once upon a time uh, in Iron's Edge, uh, the, the town did start off as a... Shh just pure mining town for iron but as we got deeper into the mountain well this was before i actually came here but uh that the the miners started to find that stone and we've we've we it's not in any records or anything like that it, that so we kind of made our own name for it which is 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 draco rock like draco rock like it, it draco rock okay yeah uh down, down at draco rock uh so no no <laughs> but that this dragon rock that we've been pulling out of the mountain the the reason that it was being kept such a secret is that it's it's innate properties to block out the ley line magic. Oh. Uh, it, it does more than that. Well, the, the, the main use that it's been for is that we've been sending it back to Aetherport because they're, they use it for the trains and other, uh, you know, uh, other vehicles that go along the ley lines because it blocks that that magic from piercing through so people can actually you know ride in the trains and not get killed by it uh but 
for some reason they were wanting to keep it secret. So we were all sworn to secrecy that we couldn't talk about it with anybody. And the miners, they just thought that it was a different, uh, it was just a different vein of iron that they were getting into. Most of them are, you know, I, I hate to say, but most of them were uneducated and, you know, that their entire lives were spent in the mine. So, you know, they didn't think to ask questions. And they got paid well enough to not have to worry about asking questions. So he wanted to close us in there because we may ask questions. Uh, well, the, the, the thing is, is that if he perceived any kind of problem with his ability to, uh, sell and traffic in this dragon rock, then, uh, yeah, he'd he he would kill for that wonderful well um from what we saw down in the mine i i feel like the reason it was being kept secret is maybe whoever in aetherport knows about it maybe they know the other things it does we i mean we don't know much but we def this stuff was there was a creature down there 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 were kobolds and an elf that was chained up and there was a ritual being performed beneath the city and uh well at one point we we did stop the ritual but the creature performing it did go and sacrifice uh the elf we were not able to save them sadly but they were sacrificed and at that time another dagger like this was plunged into the elf and leyline magic came from the elf and infused itself with the creature and, and empowered it in in a way that we've not seen and i struck out with this dagger and i i felt a little something in my my feathers they they glowed they've never looked that's not the point um i i think this does more than just block out leyline magic and that may be why aetherport sees it as such a high interest well that's kind of a terrifying concept because I, the the central government is the one that we've been sending everything to. I mean, I don't want to be a nick about this, but I mean, are we really surprised that the government's doing shady things? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it to uh, D&D to get political. <sighs> well, I mean, I'm not really voicing my opinions because I have my, my own views on things, but, you know, it's... Aetherport has like 572 different parties and you know it's it's kind of hard to just keep allegiance to one of them but what uh, you mean there doesn't have to be bipartisanship this is fucking crazy and now I just made it canon that there's 572 fucking parties and now yeah, I'm gonna have, have to make fun. 572 different political factions oh, we, uh, <laughs> we expect that written out so we can do twitter posts on it yeah I'll get right on it <laughs> uh, and weirdly enough None of those 572, Democratic or Republican, because it looks like you can function without those two. It's weird. <laughs> Not that I'm saying anything. Back to uh, the fantasy game. Uh, so that's that's not really a pleasant thought right there. But that's that's not. Um, sadly, that's that's not all. The um. The ritual they were performing, it was breaking the ground apart by I 
like to think that might be cause for some of the earthquakes that um, Ilian seems to think that you're having more frequently here in Iron's Edge. And uh, I managed to glance down some of the cracks, and while the ritual was being performed, there was this un inexplicable light beneath the ground. It was very bright, and it started to come up. But th th because we stopped the ritual, the the light did um, diminish, but it was it was still down deep beneath the town and if we we did not clear out everything because uh, Ansigar here as Trevor stated is quite the coward he was extremely unhelpful he, he did literally nothing um, oh yeah actually about that oh what Ansigar's Ansigar's a coward he, he he's a phony he's a one trick phony pony ah oh, jeez his little that... flashlight trick he did the other night during the siege. That's it. That's all he did. He didn't want to be in the mine from the first place. He didn't like that we were going deeper. The first um, dead miner that we came across, he wanted to turn around. And when we came across the ritual, he thought we should oh. leave because it shouldn't be our problem. And, and we should just ignore it. And before that, I opened a door and there was 20, maybe, kobolds in a hallway. And turning around, everyone else was readying up, but he was quite terrified. So I held the door, and the rest of the party proceeded to dispatch the kobolds. And oh. uh, Ansigar missed quite a Many few. Many times. But uh, luckily, Hakos is quite proficient. Oh, by Lathander's great light, I can't even believe that... Oh, how can somebody call themselves the champion of Torm and suck? For the same reason that the mayor can portray himself as something great and obviously suck. You know, Trevor's going to have to take a barbarian level because he's getting more and more <laughs> pissed off about these people. <laughs> well, uh, uh. There's well, a lot he, going on, guys. And I and I, It was a busy it, two Eli, sessions, let me tell you. Elian <laughs> Elian brought in so much coin that we didn't even really think to to question him. We, we there wasn't anything that we wanted for here, so nobody had reason to question what was going on. And I maybe kind of a tool, but uh oh we we at least had good lives here. I, I have no respect for anyone who's willing to put brave people's lives on the line. That goes for him and Ansigar. Ah. Well, now what? The shadow was most helpful. Oh, you met uh, the agreed. shadow? Um, met is a term, I suppose. It, the shadow showed up and they helped us wrangle Ansigar from ditching us in the mines. And um, they very much proved themselves uh, against the ritualistic kobolds. And it was... They they were most helpful. And I, I, I do hope that um, should we need their aid again, they... They were able to to help us defend this city and 
anything else that they see worth their time. Well, I'm glad that I'm glad that you had the backup that you needed. Uh, I appreciate you putting out one, the word. Uh, I did what I could. I, you guys have proven yourselves, and I didn't. I didn't want to lose you guys down there. Uh, and obviously you needed the backup because this this guy didn't do much for you. So, uh, but uh, the question still remains: I what what do we do now? I uh, and can you guys go ahead and uh, roll up a perception check for me? Oh boy. <laughs> oh, don't laugh like that. <laughs> I have I never a know six. if the laugh is good or bad. I oh, have a well. six. Uh, are you serious? <laughs> yes. God damn it, Trevor. I got an eight. <laughs> so this will actually take you by surprise, but you hear a voice behind you. I uh, and it's the shadow's voice. <gasps> Sup. Sup. I uh, fucking knew it, and I'm so mad that Brad took my thing <laughs> that I was going to say. I'm not saying that. I. Uh, no, you already fucking said it. It's canon. Fuck you. Brad so said the it. Shadow, Trevor did The it. shadow is all of a sudden in the doorway. And I really hope she heard all the praises we were singing. <laughs> we, I, fuck you, Trevor. She... She will kind of look at, at the three of you, uh, Trevor, Harkos, and, and Jorick, and then look down at the, at the, the two cowards. Well, she knew about, she, she knew about Ansigar, but, uh, at Elian, and she looks back at you, and she pulls the, the top down of her, of her mask, and you see long, curly black hair. And she pulls the rest of the mask off, and it is Melia Tinleaf. Aha! All right. So, fuck you, Trevor. So I'm going to go, oh! Sup? <laughs> Sup. <laughs> so, you all discovered that my husband is a piece of shit. I think we figured that out at the bruncheon, but uh, this definitely solidified that opinion. You're well, so dreamy. <laughs> was that allowed? Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's allowed. I know I am. Well, I think that it is time for us to transfer power. Do any of you know a good lawyer? And that is where we will call it for tonight. <sighs> I'm getting such a fucking bird boner right now, man. <laughs> this lady's coming in like, she's like, oh, we should transfer power. Yes, mother. Oh, she's my best friend. It goes like her, Phil, Marcus, and then Trevor. So, like, it's pretty solid. <laughs> no? Is that is that not how it should be? Is that... Is there something wrong with that? I mean, Brad's not saying anything. Wow. So. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you everyone again for joining us at our table and giving us a listen as we plow through 
the early stages of double digits on our episodes. Uh, uh, so, Brad, where can our fine followers get in touch with us? Well, you can go to our website at www.ritgeekpodcast.com or you can find us on Twitter at RolinTheGeek. That's R-O-L-L-I-N-T-H-E-G-E-E-K. And if you have any questions, comments, or just want to talk to three guys who wish they were as cool as their characters... <laughs> you can hashtag us at hashtag RitGeek. That's hashtag R-I-T-Geek. Thank you very much, Brad Geek. and Nick. Geek. Yeah. Nick, this week you are... Running out of classes. No, I... <laughs> you can do... I got subclasses and homebrew oh. classes and anything that I want to. Uh, so you... This week are the sound. I'm just going to scroll and then put my finger on something and see what it lands on. Oh, this is fun. Sounds like how we do our campaigns. Class, r- <laughs> class roulette right now. And uh, funny enough, it landed on one I haven't done I haven't done yet. So this week you are the sound ranger. You guide Ranger Squad. <laughs> out in shaky shaky X. Yes. Uh, you, <laughs> as the sound ranger, you lead our podcast through the treacherous swamps of sound, and your favorite enemy is trains. Yes. So can you? Oh, can you yes! Fuck that! <laughs> I don't like this job description anymore. Can you ambuscade? Ambuscade? Can, ambuscade? <laughs> can you please? track us something to go out on <sighs> yeah uh from up here atop the trees uh i can i can end this episode with ease uh <laughs> that's uh what we're done with 12 and so that means we're going on to 13 and you know that that number is something that we were pretty sure would be unseen when we started this podcast so <laughs> Uh, Harkos and all of us here at Rolling in the Geek are very happy that uh, you're still hanging in there with us and we're still hanging in there with you or attempting to. So I know uh, a couple weeks back on our Thanksgiving one shot that I brought up, we're going to be doing Christmas songs and I slacked off a little bit because I got me a day job brain. But from here on out, y'all are going to have to suffer through some Christmas parodies because I'm all about with, with me being a December baby, I'm all about that Christmas music. So Today's rendition is of the Mary variety. <laughs> oh boy. <clears throat> I'm I'm delivering this song via longboat, so <laughs> Dashing through the mines, trying mm. to save the city. <laughs> brought along and cigar, who knew he'd be shitty. <laughs> Trevor Harkos Puffles and Selarkus quietly <laughs> as shit. They got saved by the shadow and climbed back out of that pit. 
Oh, being heroes is quite hard, so is writing songs like a bard. This campaign started out all right, now Nick and Brad get stressed on Friday nights. Being heroes is quite hard, this is what I get for lowering my guard. Ken is trying to punish us, feel like I've been hit by a bus. This session started with betrayal. The mayor was never our pal. He went to talk with Jorick about trying to snuff us out, but we barged in real cocky and got very snarky. What Brad and Nick hate most is people being dicks to Trevor and Harkos. Oh, being heroes is a drag. I thought we'd have more time to brag, but lately all of it's been work and fuck Ansikar because he's a jerk. Oh, being heroes is overrated. The brochure needs massively updated. Can't believe I'm stuck here every week recording Rolling in the Geek! And so begins the Christmas song. Mm-hmm. It, 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 I think you need to make an album. Oh, uh, man, I so fucking want to. There's part of and me that, that wants to sit down and try and see how it would sound if I just had Harko sing Christmas songs. <laughs> like, not even make them funny. Just have him sing Christmas songs. Like, get karaoke <laughs> tracks, put them behind <laughs> me, and have Harko sing Christmas songs. well mildred i might i might have shards of glass in my eyes and may never see again but you know something we're gonna be youtube famous now that we recorded that role in the geek podcast spinning up because this is the midwest and you know those things only spin up every tuesday thursday wednesday friday saturday and also sometimes on mondays but not on the lord's day never on the lord's 